you to pray for me. When we moved into our house in Brush, we I put my wife's books in boxes and stored them up. And so I bought her some really nice bookshelves. And so we have started unboxing books, Steve. She has a problem, a, a real book problem. So uh, <laughs> we're going to run out of bookshelves before we run out of books, I'm afraid. So, But ladies, if you like to read, uh, you need to come to the library of Teresa. And, and uh, this was all before the Kindle. And so with what she has on the Kindle and what she has in our house, uh, I would say that it would make some libraries look shameful. So, but uh, it was uh, that, that's probably why my back hurts. That's what I'm saying. Carrying all those boxes of books. But <clears throat> how many people here like to read? Like really enjoy reading. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Those little share of the books. Yeah. My wife's too stingy. She won't do that. <laughs> and I know we've talked about that. Oh, the homeschooling stuff? Hmm? I think our daughter threw all of her Abeka books away after she graduated. She didn't want to see them ever again, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. That does remind me, pray for our country, pray for the elections, make sure you guys vote, get out and uh, get that ballot back in. So, all right, we're in <coughs> Ephesians chapter 3, we're continuing to look at the ministry of God's grace, and we have gone from verse 7 through verse 12, and it's in Christ in verse 12 that in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. And uh, that, that is where we had stopped uh, last week. And so we're going to continue in this ministry of uh, God's grace. And uh, here we see a desire that Paul has in verse 13. Wherefore, I desire ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. And I, I was reading this and giving thought to this this week, and and um, wherefore, when uh, I say this all the time, but uh, wherefore is drawing inference to something that has already been said. So when you see a wherefore or a therefore, you need to find out why it's therefore. And so, and it will uh, uh, tell you what he's uh, referring back to, and and. Uh, yeah, in, in this case, I would say that um, all that he has just said here in chapter 3, referring to that, and, and uh, so he says, Wherefore I desire 
that you faint not. And, and to faint has the idea of, of losing heart. And what they were uh, possibly losing heart on was that they were watching uh, uh, Paul during this time who was uh, imprisoned and, and they were uh, sad to see what was going on in his life. And, and sometimes, you know, we can, we can see that in, in the hard times in someone else's life and, and it just seems like things just keep coming and keep coming and, and uh, you can uh, become discouraged or disheartened and over someone's tribulations. I, and as I was thinking on this, I think that there for a while we were there. I, I think in our church family, we went through some, some great loss in, in a, about a two-year period there and, and still dealing with some of that, you know, with, with Jamie and Chad and, you know, and, and, and it could be easy to see all of the challenges that have gone on in people's lives and, and uh, what has happened. You know, I think of Joe's lost his mom, Chad and Jamie lost the baby, Eric, Eric uh, lost his dad, uh, I mean, Shauna lost her mom. I mean, we just go start down the list here, you know, and uh, and uh, it goes on, and and we can, and it's not so much persecution or uh, what Paul was dealing with, but it is tribulation, and they are hard times, and and what uh, he's showing us here is don't lose heart. God, God is faithful, and and uh, God will uh, uh, continue to. Uh, work in our hearts and so faint not over in if you want to follow with me to 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 2nd Corinthians 4 15 through 18 uh, here Paul is writing this also and 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 uh, he says this in verse 15 for all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And, and so... How is it then that, that we can continue on and not lose heart? Look to the eternal. Remember what, what this is all about and remember that the, as Paul called it, the light affliction. And, and uh, we will see that one day uh, it will be worth it all. And uh, uh, he, he also writes over in, in uh, Galatians chapter 6 and uh, verse 9. He says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And so let's just keep moving forward and let's keep doing the, what uh, God has called us to do. And, and here he tells them, so wherefore I desire that you faint not at my tribulations. And uh, the, the tribulations, in, in his case, he was being afflicted. He had lots of distress going on persecutions were taking place and and then it goes and this is what he what he says then at, at my tribulations for you and so now we know that uh at at ephesus whenever he went into uh ephesus that uh, uh he really stirred people up and and if you recall it was there that they had the the goddess diana and 
uh, the guy was making the little gods, you know, and, and selling them, and uh, these people start getting saved, and they quit using all those idols, you know, and they're throwing them away, and so now he's losing business, and now he's off, you know, he's really upset, and gets the whole town turned on him, and and uh, I'm not, and it doesn't go into detail on everything that happened with Paul in, in that time period, but uh, in, in uh, one of the other books, he refers to those that are at Ephesus as beasts and how they treated him. And so as treated him like animals, and, and uh, I'm sure it was very vicious in what they were doing. And he did that as he went in, he's just sharing the gospel and, and encouraging the Ephesian believers to grow and to uh, be more of what God wants them to be. And so because of that, he's dealing with all this tribulation, and, and they see this, and they know that he, he, part of the reason he's in jail is because of what he'd done for them, and they were losing heart for that. And, and he said that, uh, so you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. And, and uh, such, a, such a way to look at tribulation, and, and here he said, hey, don't feel sorry for me, and, and don't lose heart in your, in your own walk, but as a matter of fact, glory in it. Praise the Lord for what's going on. Praise the Lord that, that uh, he, he finds you to be fit in, in uh, suffering with him in, in uh, his sufferings and to be counted as glory, not as shame. And so um, Paul's uh, testimony was one that was certainly different than, than uh, most of us. That, uh, and, and we see this and, and how we just need to be willing to, to uh, go through whatever it is that God wants to allow in our lives. And we, I, I mentioned this before, but over in 2 Timothy, Paul wrote to, to Timothy here, and, and he said in verse 11 of 2 Timothy 3, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And so here, don't lose heart. Don't, don't let the circumstances in life, and, and some of them are hard, and some of them are difficult. And don't lose heart with your daughter, uh, you know, Kathy. I mean, we, we can, so often we have uh, children that don't make the right decisions and, and can weigh heavy on us all, but God doesn't want us to lose heart on that. God wants us to stay faithful to him and pray and set an example and, and love them and, and uh, uh, just keep steering them in the direction that they ought to go. And, and so... We find this to be such a great encouragement, I hope, to all of us. And, and so now he goes on, and we see the, the humility, the humble attitude that he has, one of humility. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, so often through the Scripture, we see that um, God wants us to walk humbly. You know, I had a conversation today about um, it was brought up about Pride Month. God hates pride in anybody, in anyone. 
in this country, in this world, in, in, in unbelievers' lives, in believers' lives, God hates pride. And, and here, there, there, is, there is no room for, for pride in our lives as believers. And, and, and uh, here we see that, that Paul was not one that was bragging about uh, what he was going through, but he bowed his knees to God and just served him humbly and, and walked with him and, and uh, was compelled to do what it was that God wanted him to do. And, and so uh, it was uh, when, when you picture him bowing his knees unto the Father, it's that position of prayer. It's a position of humility. And, and uh, our spirit should always be in a position of humility and reverence and respect to the one whom we are praying. And always reminded uh, in our lives to, to uh, uh, walk humbly. I, I read it this morning. I shared it in the, in the uh, devotion. Now I, I don't know if I can find it. I have a, I'm using my preaching Bible here, and I have a different Bible that I use there. Um, oh. I, I don't think I'll... I don't think I'll find it right now, but Isaiah or Jeremiah chapter fifty, somewhere in Jeremiah chapter fifty, it talked about the pride and and talking about Babylon, and Babylon was going to be destroyed uh, because of their pride, and uh, oh how it always brings uh, severe consequences to us, and so let's walk humbly with God and 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 pray and and seek God's face and look to our Father and. And then it's uh, uh, of our Father of whom God the Father, the whole family in heaven and earth, is named. And, and we're given a name. And, and our name is, our, 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 uh, is the, the word Christian. And so let's behave that way is what he's saying. And, and so w certainly then we need to be confident and, and walk in faith and walk in confidence and, and don't lose heart and don't faint as as he says, you don't want to do that. And then uh, on, on top of that, you need to walk humbly with God and trust him and, and just continue to be the, the servant, the believer, the obedient one that finds it in the scripture, obeys what he sees and knows what he's supposed to do and obey what the word of God has to say. And, and then you will, and you will be the kind of believer, the kind of Christian that God wants you to be. And uh, let us be that, and let us all be different than the rest of the world. The world truly needs to see something different in believers today. And, and things have been so easy in our country, and everything, everybody has gotten soft. And, and uh, while we're at a time now where evil has raised its head to the point where you need to confront it, and you confront it in righteousness, and you confront it in walking in the, in the Spirit of God, and and being bold and courageous in your faith, but in doing so, walking humbly, knowing it's not in you that you're to do this, but you walk with the power of God and, and do what it is that he shows you and tells you that you ought to do, and of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And what is it that he asks for them? That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. And so here's the whole purpose of this, that, that God the Father would give you, grant you, 
according to the riches of his glory. Do you, do you, do you see that, that this doesn't mean that it, it, it's, it's out of his riches, that it, it's not representing just a trifling amount of his wealth. This is talking about all his riches that God the Father has. I, I mean, it's over and abundant and, and, and overwhelming to even give thought to everything that God has and in the riches of his glory. And, and so uh, it's in accordance with what he has that Paul asked for the believers to be strengthened. And uh, we should truly be overwhelmed by what God will give us if we'll only ask him. Trust him and obey him and, and that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. I, I love what John Newton wrote, a, wrote a, uh, a poem and it said, Thou art coming to a king, large petitions with thee bring. For his grace and power are such, none can ever ask too much. Oh, how we need to understand that. And, I, and I'm not talking about that, that we ask amiss or that we're, we're asking out of the flesh. I'm talking about asking for those things that, that we, we really need God's answers and we need God's blessings on those things. And, and, and uh, uh, God overwhelms us with his knowledge and his wisdom and his power and his protection. You know, yesterday, I'll, I'll tell you what, yesterday, Chad and Jamie were at a point where they had to make a decision. A major decision, and and to know that we could go to God and pray and seek His face and find peace, and and they made the right decision. Now she's home, and so we thank God for that and, and uh, praise the Lord for that and and uh, uh, recovering and all in, in God's wisdom and and uh, do according to what He tells you and according to the riches of His glory. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. You know, this isn't the only time he tells us to be strengthened in his might. Over in chapter 6 and verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I, I, the, the, the battles can be won in our lives, whatever they may be, that if we will walk in the power of the Holy Spirit of God being our might being our power, being our the, the one that leads us, guides us, and all we need to do is stay obedient to his word and, and be what it is that he wants us to be, and we will find that, that uh, God will strengthen us and strengthens with might by a spirit in the inner man. It's the fortitude. It's right there in the very heart of who we are that it's there that we will be strong by faith. It's there that God will use us and, and really make us who we are and be one that is uh, simply following God and trusting Him and knowing, as Paul wrote in Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. John MacArthur once said, and uh, sometimes he says something that's pretty good. I don't necessarily always agree with him, but he made this statement. He said, how tragic to go around in the tattered rags of our own inadequacy when we could be living sumptuously in the superabundance of God's unspeakable riches. I, I think it's a terrible testimony for believers to 
to be walking in their disobedience and walking in their flesh and and and, and really uh, acting like they're they're homeless in their spiritual walk when all right there at the taking are all the riches of our Savior and our God. We, we can live in a way that, that God can bless us with joy and peace uh, that is unspeakable. He, he will give us provision. He can give us contentment. He can give us a joy in our heart that only He can give. I, I mean, all of the things that that God can do, and, and uh, then when we are challenged in these circumstances, all it does is strengthen our heart and our soul and, and who we really are and just strengthens us in, in uh, walking with God and seeing God do something in our lives that, that we know that it's only God can do that. And, and as we do that, we, we find that God gives us more of a desire to know more of who He is, too. Romans 7 and verse 22, Paul wrote, for I, delight in the, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man. And so we just continue to walk with God and, and realize the blessings that, that he gives us. And then verse 17, we'll stop with verse 17 tonight, says that, so another purpose clause that he's for the purpose that, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Now, we already know he's talking to believers, okay? So this isn't talking about salvation. He's, they're already saved. We know that. And so that word dwell has the idea of being at home, being comfortable. God, God the Holy Spirit, ought to be comfortable in this temple, that means that this temple ought to be being obedient to him, right? That this, this is the place where he is comfortable and that, that he is dwelling and, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, a continuing trust in, in God in all areas. We, we already have trusted him for salvation, but now we're talking about sanctification. Now we're talking about being set apart and used by God and and, and, and we just continue to trust him even in the hardest days. We still trust him. And, and we know that he's always good. And we may struggle with that at times, but our faith will continue to grow and we'll be stronger. And, and later we can see how God uses those things in our lives that will build our faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love. And so here, that, that's why it's so important that as a church that, and as a pastor that, that we, we go through the whole Bible and learn what all of the Word of God says so that we, we can use this because there are, there are times when you are going to be wading through deep water and you got to know what the Word of God says and how we can apply it to our lives in that situation because it's there that you will be rooted. It's there that... You are grounded in love. And, and so uh, uh, how powerful that is to know that and, and trust him and walk with him. And First Peter chapter 1 and verse uh, uh, 22, uh, or let me see, First Peter chapter 1. 
Let's look at verse 21, 22. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit and to unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. And it's the word of God that's going to help us and, and, and keep us grounded in this love that, that he's talking about. So not only rooted but and, and firmly fixed, but also grounded, established, and in doing so, established in love. Oh, that's, and, and a love for him, a, a, a love where, you know, where, where when, when times are challenging, the first thing that we do, we've been mentioning this later, uh, here lately, is instead of turning from God, you run to God. And, and that's your first response that you have is run to God. And, and as you do, he grounds you in the word of God. He grounds you in your faith. In those deepest, most challenging times of our lives, God uses that to give you a, a, a faith that is stronger than it's ever been in your life. And God will use that in your life and grow you and ground you and, and be a help to you along the way. And then we'll, we'll see this later, but in doing so, he'll, it'll give you some comprehension of some of the things that God's doing. We'll see that, uh, Lord willing, in a, in a couple weeks or so. So we'll stop there, and we'll finish this up next time we get together. Father, we thank you for your word. Pray your blessings on each one tonight. Take them home safely and use them throughout the rest of this week and bring us back when the doors are open. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. What a scary warning.